Hey folks, it's Judy Ansel from the Heartland Labor Forum in Kansas City. You can find us at kkfi.org. The Heartland Labor Forum is a member of the Labor Radio Podcast Network. Just go to laborradionetwork.org and you'll find a grid of logos for shows. Click on any one for history, news, politics, or arts, all about the most neglected topic in the corporate media, workers. Check out our show on kkfi.org and all the shows at laborradionetwork.org. BCTGM Voices Project, a podcast highlighting the real people who make up our union, the bakery, confectionery, tobacco workers, and grain millers. I'm Michelle Ellis, Director of Digital Media. I will bring the work of our union to you through monthly interviews with the BCTGM's hardworking leaders, organizers, and everyday members. This is the BCTGM Voices Project. On August 16th, approximately 40 members of BCTGM Local 85 went on strike against Hormel Foods at the corporation's Fresno, California Corn Nuts facility. Hormel purchased corn nuts from Kraft Heinz in June of 2021 and have unilaterally imposed changes in the members' health insurance plan twice since then without negotiating with Local 85 or even informing the workers at all. These changes have caused massive increases in costs for BCTGM members, put many of them into medical debt, and laid the grounds for the unfair labor practice strike and charges Local 85 has filed against Hormel Foods with the National Labor Relations Board. Here is their story. So my name is Jerry Gill. I work for Local 85, Bakers Union in Sacramento, California, and my um, responsibilities as the Secretary Treasurer and Business Agent. My name is Larry Cuevas. I am a shop steward with a local, and I am the lead processing cook for uh, Cornets, and uh, I do all the training and uh, other things, the scheduling and stuff like that, and I've been with the company for about uh, better than 32 years now. Okay. So, guys, I know that this company was owned by Kraft Heinz up until last year, right? That's correct. So, Larry, since you work there, I'll have you answer this question. What it was like to work there before, uh, maybe compared to now? When we were Kraft Heinz, it it was a good work atmosphere. The morale was up. Uh, We were a happy crowd, okay? It was just business as usual. But uh, since Hormel took over, the, uh, it has not been as business as usual. Uh, the morale has been low. It's just not a fun place to be at day after day right now. And as I understand, they came in there and just made changes without having a union meeting or, or anything, right? That is correct, Michelle. What happened is when they acquired the Cornets plant, they sent the representatives down to the plant and it was pretty much a scare tactic from, from the get-go. What they did was they came to offer us employment. 
And that would really confuse the heck out of us and scared a lot of us because we were already employed. But they just came right out and said, we're here to offer you employment. And uh, if you accept employment, then you accept all the terms as, as far as their their benefits and hourly wages and stuff. So it was uh, an intimidation tactic, building a tactic, just right off, the, right off the start. So what happened here is not, we're not talking about an expired contract and an impasse. This is an unfair labor practice strike, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Will you define that just to make clear what that is? Yes. So Michelle, as Larry mentioned, uh, when Hormel took over the operations of the Cornets plant facility in Fresno, California, they immediately came in, had a captive audience meeting, imposed and put in place their terms and conditions. And their uh, comments to the employees was, you either sign for employment under these terms and conditions or don't show up on Monday. That was how it all got started. They immediately removed a wonderful medical plan that all of our members had under the Kraft Heinz Corporation. Replaced it with the worst medical plan that I have ever seen. We started negotiating with the company uh, in August of 2021. And right before that, I wrote them three letters requesting that they leave the collective bargaining agreement in place that still had nine months under the Kraft Heinz agreement. They refused, told us, you know, to go fly a kite, that they were the new sheriff in town, and that's the way it was going to be. So we started negotiations. Uh, the plan, the medical plan, uh, was not something that the employees can afford to use. So we met several times in 2021, and we didn't really get anywhere because at the bargaining table, uh, the company was basically using the same playbook. It's our way or the highway. In April of 2022 is when we found out from shop steward Larry Cuevas that the company was charging them more for the medical plan than what they were charging them in 2021. In addition to that, Larry provided the uh, design of the plan for 2022, and that also had changed. Higher deductibles and out-of-pocket per calendar year expenses. That's what led to the ULP, that the company capriciously and arbitrarily change their own terms and conditions. Gotcha. So Under you, told them, you, don't, you told them you didn't want this and they went ahead and implemented it. Well, they implemented it with any, without anybody knowing. So they never wrote to the employees. They never wrote to the union, even though we're in the middle of bargaining, right? So under the general counsel's advice, uh, attorney David Rosenfeld, he said, this is an unfair labor practice. The employer has no right to change the terms and conditions that they set forth from the get-go. To answer your question, I kind of gave you a little bit of background as to how we got to this point. Got it. So what is the situation now? Is there a conversation between the union and the company or? Well, 
they 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 reached out last week via text and also uh, made a couple of phone calls. And we decided to just kind of wait it out a couple of days. And uh, as a committee and um, uh, union reps, uh, my assistant business agents and myself made a call out to their attorney. And it was basically much of the same. They told us over the phone that they had put a, a total comprehensive proposal on the table and that it was the ball was in our court and we needed to respond. My, my response to them is that, you know, that they were not being reasonable, not bargaining in good faith, and we were being strung along for crumbs. Yeah. Okay, so the employees, our members, got quite frankly tired of waiting for over 12 months, and we were not getting anywhere. We had several committee members throughout the rounds of negotiations, and they got to see it for themselves. In July, I proposed the union's medical plan to respond to their plan. They didn't even entertain it. They didn't even respond to the union plan, which is an affordable plan. We proposed to share some of the monthly premiums into that plan. We explained to them how the plan was designed. We, we even gave them a copy of what the plan design is like. They didn't even respond to it. Jerry, are you going to tell us some details of their what they want you to do versus what you've proposed? Yes. When Kraft Heinz had a medical plan for them, our members would pay a $25 copay and everything else was pretty much covered at 100%. It was a very good plan. Now, there's a $750 deductible per person when you go see the doctor. The out-of-pocket expense maximum in a calendar year is $9,000. You basically don't have health care. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We call it don't get sick is not a health plan. Or I cannot afford to get sick because I cannot afford to go to the doctor. So as a result of that grotesque medical plan, I have one member that has paid $10,000 out of her own pocket in the last 12 months. And where does that put her? Well, I did some math and that's about 12 weeks that she gave back to the company of, out of her income in order to, you know, not go into collections, which we have a couple of them in collections because they cannot afford to pay. Moving into the strike line now, I'm curious what the attitude is. Is everybody really solid out there? Is it stressful? Michelle, I've talked about in the past when Hormel took over the plant that the morale was low. Morale right now is so high because there's a brother sisterhood here. We're together. We're solid. We know we're going to struggle. We're out there in the heat, but we ain't going anywhere. We're, we're dug in, to put it blunt. Okay, great. I will say, uh, Jerry, you have put me in contact with Curtis Williams, who he's been doing the social media for this strike. And I, when I spoke to him on the phone last week, he said the same exact thing. He said, I've never felt this close to people in my whole life. And, and honestly, you know, the BCTGM in the last year, we have done a lot of this and we hear it over and over again that that going through something like this together really does pull the people together. And in the end, I think it's important that your employers know that it makes you happier as a workforce to have those connections with each other and be able to 
you know, come to them with what you want and have a working relationship there. So that's great. Um, do you guys have any uh, local businesses or politicians or labor organizations who have stopped by that you would like to give some credit to? Yes. So um, we immediately contacted Dylan Savory, director of the Fresno Labor Council. I had a 30-minute conversation via conference call with political director Harry Kaiser, Dylan and myself, requested at the time that Dylan reach out to Congressman Jim Costa to help us reach out to Hormel, basically to knock on the door and say, look, you got to be reasonable at the table. So Dylan uh, also uh, sent somebody to, to visit us at the picket line. Uh, so we've had some pretty good support from the other labor unions. Our strike was sanctioned. We actually made uh, some um, really good progress over a project that is being done at the plant. Uh, the unions that were performing the project pulled out. Um, and so, yes, we've had some support. Uh, and currently, I'm waiting to hear back from Dylan to see whether Jim Costa uh, is doing something to hopefully, hopefully assist us, you know, um, run the message to Hormel. Good. We always get, when people see that you're on strike, lots of requests as far as what do you need right now? Is there anything that you can point to specifically that, that you need on the line? But I hear it's hot out there, over 100 degrees. It's been 106, 107, uh, maybe 104, 105 when, on the wow. cool. Yeah, so um, what Larry mentioned earlier about the solidarity, Michelle, it is really moving to see uh, them come so close together. Any, everybody from, I guess, sanitation or people that do cleanup all the way to the maintenance group, all 48 of them have shown so much courage and strength and just building this bond and being out there, you know, supporting each other and encouraging each other. So it's really been a moving experience to see them come so close together uh, you know, in this, in this effort for the right cause for the purpose. Yeah, that's good. Well, it sounds then you, you, you could probably use some water. Yes. Raid, yes. Um, extra bodies on the line. I, extra bodies. <laughs> and I do want to thank president Shelton, uh, secretary treasurer, David Woods, and all of you, you have been so helpful from the get go and asking you let us know what you need. And we, we, we get it. We got Alejandro Almada. He's been, oh, yeah great good he's putting in his hours uh great. doing online and, and being really supportive and he even did a couple of interviews with the news outlets when i was not there so okay good really to our group and we thank you guys for that awesome good well um let me just also say uh from a social media standpoint for for those of you who can't get out to fresno california to help they have a facebook page that is called Cornuts Workers on Strike uh, that you can follow along on Facebook. And um, like I said, Curtis Williams is helping us out there. He's on the line, taking tons of pictures and videos and posting on there all the time so that we can see what's going on. We have a link on our website, bctgm.org, um, that is called Three Ways for You to Support the Cornuts Strike. The easiest way to get to that is. Uh, by typing into your browser bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash corn nut strike. Um, and that will take you to the page. 
On there, we have the address of the picket line. We have all of the social media links on there. And there's one other thing. Oh, it's your email, Jerry. Um, if you want to write an, a letter of solidarity to the workers and send it to Jerry, he can get, up, get that to the line and make sure that everyone you know, gets to read it. Michelle, I would like to add an email as the okay. one that on the, on the website is my in-house email that I do not have remote access to. And this email oh. comes to my phone is Jerry, J-E-R-R-Y, Gil, G-I-L, 85 at yahoo.com. 85. Okay. I'll change that on the website too. All right, guys, is there anything else you want to say while we have you on the horn here? I would like to thank everybody that has joined uh, the stream here and let you know that I know that there, there's another strike out there in Gideon and I feel, and we've responded, that is also our fight. So our fight is your fight and your fight is our fight. Yeah, they've been uh, supporting too. And actually, Jerry, uh, you guys approved a donation to their strike fund, correct? That is correct. Yeah, that was really great. So um, yeah, and you too. Uh, I know that they've been sending a lot of messages over your way too. At least I've been seeing them on Facebook in your page, just saying we're with you and um, standing together on this, which this is how we win. So. Yes, we thank everybody for their support. Awesome. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for taking uh, 25 minutes or so to talk to me today. This was really good information. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. If you found this content valuable, please consider sharing it on your own social media pages and be sure to tag us. We are BCTGM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more on the activities of the BCTGM, go to bctgm.org.